Um, welcome to another segment of Financially Speaking. It's great to be in your company today. And, you know, this week is very special for me because a year ago, I, I launched my, my first book, Rise Up and, and Take Your Position. So this week, I'm celebrating my anniversary. Um, I also did the, 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 the song that Barbara and I co-wrote, and Barbara sang the song, Rise Up and Take Your Position. You can see it on the YouTube channel as well. And I also did a short film, um, Rise Up. Nobody is better than you. It's it's a short film on inferiority um, complex. So all that was part of the book launch. So I, I'm grateful for the you know for the past year. All of you have supported me in the in the in the purchase and the feedback on the book. Um, I, I'm in the process of writing my second book. So hopefully next year I'll have another book out. I was hoping to get out this year, but you know I have so many other things. So I was not able to do it. But thank you for your support. And I'm grateful. It's been a year now. And I encourage all of you to rise up and take your position. Because everybody has a position. You may not think you have a position, but you have a position right here on this earth. And not even it might not even be in Turks and Caicos. It may be somewhere else. But you were created to be somebody. You need to find out what that is and, 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 and pursue it. And make, let's make a difference in the world. Too many of us are complaining and and you know about every any and everything and not doing anything about it. Use your authority, use your position to make a difference in the lives of everyone here that exists here on this earth. And with that said, um, today I have a, a special guest, Honorable John Phillips, and of course this is financially speaking, and, and we want to talk about waste management. And our theme is from thresh. From trash to cash. And that was the nice theme that John came up with. From trash to cash. I love it. And with that said, I want to um, ask Honorable John Phillips to introduce himself. I think this is his first time, I believe, on Financially Speaking. But he has a lot of knowledge, and I, and I, and I think, you know, this issue has been going on for too long now. We need to deal with it. And hopefully, I know there's a committee set up to deal with the waste management but we, many of us also need to talk about it, put pressure on the government or the, the relevant authorities um, to make sure this gets done. By next year, we should see something happening. Because I say next year because we only have like a month left in this year. We should see something physically happening with, I mean, something better with the management of our waste. And we could turn that into cash. And Mr. Honorable Phillips, welcome to Financially Speaking. Thank you, Drexel. Uh, for those that don't know me, I'm John Phillips. I'm Claymore Group for the last 30-odd years, and uh, I served in Parliament for eight years. So I've had for a great many years a concern regarding the handling of our solid waste, our trash. We have depended almost entirely on landfill, which is nowadays probably the worst approach to waste management. Uh, I don't think people actually realize how bad that is. We take household waste, construction waste, all kinds of waste, and we dig a trench, throw it in the trench, soak it down with water, and then bury it and leave it. We have a sensitive environment here in Turks and Caicos and we have a sensitive water table. Sooner or later, and it is sooner rather than later, whatever washes out that waste ends up in our aquifers, in our underground water reservoirs and that gradually seeps back into the sea. I heard many, many years ago when we looked at a, a different problem that the aquifer around the airport, around the Chalk Sound area was actually spilling two and a half million gallons into the ocean. Is that right? And the reason for that was we don't use it. It was declared to be non-potable water. So we weren't drawing from those wells, we weren't drawing from that aquifer. So 
normal weather conditions. Rain would gradually top it up, seepage from other areas would gradually top it up, and it would spill to the ocean. We now have a landfill that's only a mile off that aquifer, so so okay. seepage is already heading that direction. So you're saying that we could use we we could use that. Not it, it's a damaging factor that we're seeping waste. Okay, and rot and potentially caustic chemicals. Ah, into so the ocean. I see. So we need to find a way to to to, to prevent that from happening. Yes, got and it. We we our motto is beautiful by nature, and it's not going to stay that way if we start allowing that uh, waste product along our coastlines, our shorelines. The water, the crystal clear water will become cloudy. Oh, wow. The pristine beaches will be damaged, mm. may smell, etc. Sooner or later, 20 years of accumulated garbage in that landfill has to put... It's going to go somewhere. The water that comes mm. through it and out of it every time it rains, that wow. is going to wash back into our water table. So, okay, Honorable John, what, so what can we do based on your knowledge? Over, How can we counteract the situation? I would say over the last 40 years, perhaps not much more than that, the tendency has been to find alternatives to uh, uh, landfill. Yes. The early days, it was just looked on as incineration. We'll burn it, mm -hmm. and then we'll bury the ash, so it, it won't be as bad. But that in itself did create some airborne particles that weren't necessarily good for the atmosphere. The system has improved, and the science behind it has greatly improved over the years. And now, instead of simply terming it, ter <coughs> terming it, term it, <laughs> now we get some water feed. Mm -hmm. Rather than simply calling it incineration, there is now a, a process that is called pyrolysis. That's pyro Py from the Greek pyrolysis. Pyrolysis, mm -hmm. and this is actually a process of burning under extreme heat and under pressure. In this means, normal solid waste becomes usable gas, gas that oh. can be burned. Okay, so that's like, why you say like from thrash to cash. gas or propane, it's similar to that. You could run your stove on it. It also produces a liquid, which is generally called biofuel, and it's equivalent to marine diesel. Any marine engine can burn that fuel. Beyond that, you have a huge variety of other products. You have carbon, which is typically used as fertilizers, improve the land, improve growth of crops. <coughs> you get a certain amount of active carbon, which is an expensive product. It's... Uh, typically used for water filtration, air filtration, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And it's, right now, it's about three times the price of oil. Mm. So it, it is valuable. Then you have all our construction waste, glass waste, etc. And through the process, that, that type of waste is crushed and, and crushed down to a fine aggregate so it's an excellent medium to make building blocks or to mix in your cement or mm -hmm. to make pavers or whatever. So you get a lot of byproducts. And every byproduct is sellable. Mm. We've, uh, we've done some models, mathematical models, and we've decided, we, we believe Provo produces approximately 50 metric tons of solid waste per mm. day. However, our horrible landfill 
also becomes a natural resource now because we can mine it and reprocess it. I at love the same the, time. I love it. I think that's. I love it. So uh, we decided to pick a number, and we picked a hundred ton a day. The process unit handle a hundred ton a day. Mm-hmm. That gives us the equivalent of two megawatts of power. That's mm. enough to power 2,000 homes. Mm. It also produces, because not all the biofuel would be used in that, the gas would be used in it, it would also produce 1,000 liters of biofuel per day. So this would also help to reduce the cost of electricity then? Should do. I mean, if you could feed, if you could feed two megawatts into the grid without any fuel surcharges because the mm-hmm. fuel is produced in the mm-hmm. process here and mm-hmm. converted to power. The The question, obviously, is whether uh, the power company would be willing, willing to, to, yeah, to come to tables with that. So, yes. Honorable John, you... I, my feeling is the pyrolysis plant mm-hmm. could sell power into the grid at about 13 cents. 13 cents. Per kilowatt. Kilowatt hour. 13 cents, okay, so... And right now we pay 30 cents. 27, I think, on my last bill. I think they say it was 30 cents, but the, you know, the government... For the we we talking about the, the, the kilowatt or the, or the fuel factor? Kilowatt hour. 27.5. Yes. And then I know the fuel factor was 30, 30.4 cents. Yeah. And then I think with the government's initiative, it was 20 cents. Right. So you say it'd be 13 the crash cents. The cash system could feed the grid at about 13, 13 cents, cents with no fuel surcharges whatsoever. Wow. So provided the power company were willing to work with such a program, the, there should be an overall, although it's only producing one-sixth, of the power need for the country, they should be able to soften it overall so that mm-hmm. the fuel surcharge and the power price gradually reduces. This is this is this is great information. Are you aware of other countries um, who are who are doing this? Absolutely, we have. Uh, we've looked at. Uh, there was a pilot scheme started in India, India on a much larger much larger than we have here I, I believe they were doing around 400 ton a day the success of that over the last few years is such that the company doing it have been asked to set up a similar program in uh, Bombay which is a, a huge city with an enormous waste problem mm-hmm and the same principle would apply. I think nowadays, I think pyrolysis is the worldwide accepted system of, of waste management, solid waste management. The, the process includes a selection, a selection process whereby... Uh, it's estimated that out of a hundred ton, you probably have about twelve percent that would be recyclable product. In the meantime, wood, uh, construction waste, uh, household waste, etc., for the main part, would go into the pyrolysis process. The selection process also takes out all metals and metal. Would, would be set aside, would become scrap in effect and shipped shipped out or sold out uh, as uh, as necessary. Yeah, that is great. Uh, this, I mean, so when you, have you discussed this with the relevant authorities about this, about this? I have, but not, not to a great extent. We're, we're somewhat hampered. Why? I, I don't know exactly when it came about or how but Caribbean Development Bank got involved mm-hmm. and decided to fund a study. But they did that already Honorable Phillips. Many years ago there was a study yes. done. Well they decided to fund another one 
and it looks to me like they hijacked it. They they asked for expressions of interest in January, and I believe they have not yet awarded a contract for the studies. They wanted environmental impact study, and they wanted uh, a study on what was the future of waste management. And I, I think these are just a waste of money because everybody knows the environmental mm-hmm. impact of an open landfill. I mean, and, e- and even considering the fact that a previous study was done, or was done. Yeah. Now, I don't know how long ago the study was done, but I know it's been quite a while. But still, I mean, I'm not sure whether the results will be anything different from the previous I, study. I believe the result will be anything is better than the landfill. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, the optimum method is pyrolysis. And I mean, this is the something... The world pretty much knows that. This is something that I, we really need to, to look into. And not only um, it will help, but also from a financial point of view as well. Yeah. You know? But uh, they also, they've been dragging their feet. They, they didn't award a contract. They still haven't awarded a contract. They want a, a study to last 12 to 18 months. <coughs> After the study, there would be analysis. And let's say we went straight out to tender, 30 days to a final tender selection, and then build the plant. We're looking two and a half years. Because of this delay with CID, uh, CDB, we're looking at two and a half years before we can actually have something in get something in place that does the job properly. So I I get very frustrated about it. I think we could have moved a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. I think we and it's it's so obvious. I mean, having sat in the house, I know we spend our money. It, it's mm-hmm. treasury. It's it doesn't belong to the government. It's people. It's our money. It's our money. Four million a year on waste management, mm-hmm. one way or another. I mean, yeah, because the budget, the budget is around <coughs> four, four million. million, and that's basically. I think the current, uh, or the the budget about to come out, I think allows for just over four. Four million thirty-five. Yeah. So, this budget, as far as you know, it includes. Managing the dump. It also includes um, w- those persons that pick up the garbage because I think the government has a contract with different. You know, yes. that's the formula that includes that as well. Ideally, all of that would be included, and we're far away from reaching that point at the moment. But in an ideal situation, all those private operators should still be able to keep their livelihood but work under a a system a a better controlled system of how things Mm -hmm. happen and how things go Um, I I think it's important the the process the processing itself would probably create around 50 to 75 jobs but it shouldn't displace anyone who's in the garbage pickup, mm-hmm. garbage delivery uh, process. Mm-hmm. So that that I would like to see as encompassed within a single master plan. This right. is how we're going to do it, because technically there's no real garbage pickup service. It's not like going to America or Europe where you put your bucket on the street and the guy comes past, picks it up. It's all run by the municipality. We we don't have that. But ideally, we should be heading that direction. So there's there's a routine. There's a, a steady system of, of delivery into the process. Okay. I think... Uh, I think it's just a step forward that will happen... I'm not sure how easy it would be, but the idea is that if people pull together, everyone keeps their trucks, keeps their contracts, keeps everything moving. Okay. Well, this, I mean, 
this has brought a lot of light in. I think I'm going to write an article on this as well because this is a lot of information I, I, that I, I, yeah. you have shared. I mean, I don't know much about waste management, but to me, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And personally, I don't even think that we should do any more studies. I don't either. You know, I mean, I'm tired of all these studies that we do in our country, and they just go on the shelf. Um, as I mentioned before, we had a study already. Mm-hmm. We, nothing. We we awarded a contract to I don't remember the name of the company, and then I think after their con- after their contract had ended or, or exo- their time period is finished, um, I think we just had different people managing the dump. Yeah, and I, I believe at the moment gossip, I suppose. But I have heard that there's a contract coming out to manage the dump. You know... And it's it's a contract for two years, possibly two and a half years, to manage exactly what we have at the moment, not to do anything or advance anything. You know, that doesn't mean... It's like bandages. To buy time for CDB to do the study and award a contract for the future. So it, it is a band-aid. It's not a solution. This this doesn't make any sense. And I I mean, I, I wish I had known this before um, I had the premiere on the show because I would have asked him about this as well because this is something that we really need to look into. It scares me. And, and it also, not because of the cash, but it, it we, our main survival is, is our beaches. And... If we continue to manage the waste dumb like Cosby managed now, in the long run, it's going to impact our number one resorts. Yeah, well, you remember, when was it, 2017, maybe? The the dump caught fire, the tires started burning. It was 2017? I don't remember what year it was, but... Black, black, black clouds all the way across Chalk Sound, all the way across Sapadilla Bay, etc. It's It's a huge danger. It's hmm. a huge risk. We got very lucky on that one because we had heavy rain. But a, a fire, rubber on fire, is horrendous. And actually, in in a much broader sense, the dump is one thing. But if we started doing that, car tires and the like are excellent fuel for the creation of gas and oil car through tires. the pyrolysis process. Now, you go the back road, the old... So we can use be, all these things. What used to be the old South Dock Road, before they built South Dock Road, the one that went through five keys and uh-huh. wavered down to the dock. Mm. You go down that road, it's it's still a dirt road, but you go along there and try to estimate how many wrecked cars, oh my gosh. et cetera, are lying in yards around there. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of them. Mm-hmm. How many... How many of those had the fuels and oils removed before they were dumped? Mm. How many of them still have tires on them? Sooner or later, they rust. That oil's going also into our water table. Together with any other chemicals that are in that vehicle. Battery acid. Some of them are still sitting there with batteries in them. I mean, I I drove, you know, I drive around, particularly, you know, on my way to Chalks, where I live. There are so many areas where you have all these wrecked vehicles thousands just sitting there. Thousands. And it's been there for years. And we're not doing anything. We're not we're doing not anything with it. We're not breaking them, scrapping them, turning to the purpose. But ultimately, we have to start cleaning that up as well. I mean, I'm wondering, I'm wondering where we go from now. I wonder, where, what do you think we need to do? I know we have the CDP thing going on. <coughs> But I don't think it's. I don't think anything is too late. I think. What do you I've, think we should do the next step to see to get the attention? Some years ago, I I did suggest to the house that we should look at disposal fee. Most countries have a disposal, disposal fee, fee on a vehicle. Now it's going to be very hard to collect that when the vehicle goes out of commission, but. If we put a disposal fee on it the day it arrives at the dock, so you pay your customs, you pay your CPF, 
and you pay your dis disposal fee up front, we could then immediately start applying that to clean up the backlog until we catch up. Mm. We could put a small amount on our uh, annual road tax, road sticker fee, and put that towards it. I, I think there are ways to generate the the funding to do that type of cleanup. It's just a matter of applying to it and getting it done. Mm. And I, I honestly don't think it's difficult. Even the the grand plan, the pyrolysis system, if we wanted to do a hundred metric ton a day, the entire system would cost somewhere just over twenty million. Twenty million. But funding's available. Yeah. And uh, but then the return we get from it, it is will be at, quite a lot anyway. At twenty million. That's that's the capital expenditure. Capital expenditure just over twenty would give us potentially a complete recovery of of that capital, whether it's capital put up or mm -hmm. e even if it were mm -hmm. uh, loan finance with interest, it would be paid off in about seven and a half years. Mm -hmm. We'd pay the whole thing off in seven mm -hmm. and a half years mm -hmm. and still be making a small surplus at the end of it. Yeah. We, this, this is, yeah. We could turn, let's say government took on the finance. Let's say 25% is is hard mm -hmm. equity and government take on 75%, so that would be 15 million. Government would be paying approximately 2 million a year as a payback mm -hmm. on on seven and a half years mm -hmm. to own 75% of it. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, they would have income from the project. Yeah. Even after servicing debt and right. running right. the whole thing, right. there's still about million, a million and a half yeah. surplus on the bottom line. Yeah, and furthermore, after the debt is paid off... Then there's know. no more four million a yeah, year so waste management, yeah. and it actually turns yeah. to a million a year of income. Yeah, I mean, which... We have to look at, you know, the long term. Yeah. You know, this, this, the, the long term benefits. And, yeah. and uh, as we grow, it, it's going to increase. Mm -hmm. And it would take us a very long time to get through 20 years of heritage waste. And then, did, did you say earlier that it's going to take about two years? If, to, if we were to go this route, this the, paralysis... Pyrolysis. Pyrolysis. It will take about two years for it to... L-Y-S-I-S. Pyrolysis. The plant, from the word go, from an absolute go, should be fully operational in between 9 and 15 months. It didn't used to be quite so vague, but right. nowadays with the world's <laughs> transportation and production systems in a turmoil, I, I would say 15 months 15 if months. outside, but so a year potentially so could be done in, in 9 or 10 months and fully operational at that point. Okay. I mean, I, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to try to have an audience with, who's the minister responsible for um, for, for this? Uh, the dump used to fall under environmental health. I'm not sure if it still does. Is that the Ministry of Health? That's Honorable Sean? Is that? I believe right. he and I, just taken that over. Okay, now. and I believe Honorable Kyle is is the chairman of, of a committee. Yeah. A waste management committee? Yeah. All right. I'm going to see how we could continue this conversation because this is some very, very um, good information. Yeah. I call on Bukal and uh, I hope he's listening. I think he's listening uh, because this is, 
something that we need to bring to the table. I, I know they probably already have an agreement signed, perhaps with CDB, but you know we have to look at the whole picture. Yeah, we have to look at the whole picture. We can't be doing the same thing over and over. The same, you do the same thing over and over, you're going to get the same results. So let's 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 try something different, That's which right. is being tested in in um, in other places. I'm also going to have a conversation with the with the premier about this as well. Um, in terms of looking into this as an option. Now, in everything, you have strengths and you have weaknesses. What are some of the weaknesses with using this paralysis? There are very few. Basically, very few? It, it's, it's a scale on how far you go, but you should be easily capable to bring it to a zero landfill solution. Okay. And you do have, we have, as a small island, we would have certain challenges getting rid of scrap metals. Uh, some of the products would be hard because we'd actually have to export. We'd have to mm -hmm. do deals. And the problem with scrap metal these days is the shipping cost is greater than the value of the scrap. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, there are challenges to overcome in certain aspects, but I think scrap metal, if I remember, is is estimated only at about five or ten percent mm. of the total okay. problem. So even if we just sent a shipment up once a year, it it would be practical to do so. Yeah. Maybe we could talk one of the shipping companies into mm -hmm. doing us a favor and just carry it up there. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, like the buy when you, the byproducts when you say um, like the gas and and um, the diesel you're talking about that's the same gas that we could use for the, vehicles. Yes, the the biogas in the process. No, not gas. Gas. Mm. It would be like propane or natural gas. Oh, you propane. Well, that's you could cook with. Yeah. Okay. And the biodiesel is the equivalent of marine diesel. You could take it as it comes and stick so, it in a, a, a an so engine. So we get like the propane. The power company could burn it in those big Varsilla mm. engines they have. And we could use these for the boats. The boats get... Depends on the boat. Mm. A lot of pleasure boats don't use marine diesel. They use the same diesel that a motor car would. Oh, okay. 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 It's not high quality. It's mm -hmm. what they term bunker C, mm -hmm. which is all big ships run on, on marine diesel, mm -hmm. bunker C. But it's still good, though, because you could even... There'll be a market for these anyway. Well, the obvious market would be the power company. The power company. Those, I... I God... 35, 37 years ago, 38 years ago, working in the oil business, those Bartzilla engines were the, the engine to have in a supply boat or a, a, a maintenance vessel because they were so reliable. And you could take biofuel and stick it straight in, no, no preparation. You just throw it straight in there, it'll burn. I really, I really, um, I really like this. I mean, I really like this alternative in, in, in managing the waste. And this is something seriously, and, and it also um, lasts fires, right? Hmm? With this system, we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't be burning. We wouldn't have these fires. No, no. and also there's part of the system, and it, it would be available even doing landfill, it would be worth using. There's a product called Renozyme. That How do you spell that? Ranocyte? Ranocyte. Ranocyte. So, that product, what will that product do? It's, it basically, you spray it on. It cuts, cuts the odor. Mm -hmm. It uh, stabilizes the garbage. And it uh, is a fire retardant. Hmm. Rana science. R E N E R Z Y N E. 
Okay. All right. <coughs> you did a lot of research, John. You can hang on. Okay, thank you. Did a, I'm very impressed. You you did, You did. really did a, a lot of research. I mean, so you said when you were a member of the House, you brought this up as well? Yes. Oh, I, I was on this. So when you brought it up, it was not... more years ago. It was not accepted? It was. It, it was. It was just that nothing was done. Mm. And I, I think... I agree with democracy as as a principle, but our modern democracy, our style of democracy, depends on the management by civil service. Mm. Because elections come every four years, the civil service has to keep running. So the initiative on projects like this, on long-term solutions like this, has to come from within the management not mm-hmm. the policymakers. It, it's mm-hmm. civil service need to play a role in this. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's similar with the premier saying he was on the show. You know, like he's indicated that people are not doing their work. You know, so to speak. You know, and and because this is you've been talking about this for twelve years now. Um, the longer we take with things like this. The the worse our environment, the threat. Yes, to our we, ecosystem. We are to our beaches. Every day we are damaging our own environment mm. that we depend on for a living. So twenty years from now, we'll be bragging about all these beautiful by nature. It may not be the same it is twenty years from now. It can't be if we allow this. Sort if of we stuff if to this seep into if something like this happens, into it, it can yeah. help. But if we continue the way we're doing waste management now. We are ruining, we're threatening our... We threaten the whole thing. And wow. technically, if this thing is is whatever scale you want to make it, our main uh, production center, mm. if you like, is Providenciales. But as, as it evolves, there's no reason we couldn't be looking at acquire a mm. scow, you know, like these big garbage mm. scows they use in the states run it once a month from Grand Turk Salt Key mm-hmm. South Caicos run it once every two months from middle and north and feed the system feed it into mm-hmm. the same system so do you think a project like this do you think if we you think it should be um, privatized you think it should be a joint venture between the government or do you think it should be a, a project where where people could buy shares, and how do you think? I know you talk about. You say it's going to cost about twenty million dollars. Um, we're going to get, re- uh, and you get your payback in seven and a half years, and then you're going to get a surplus as well. Because it seems like nothing is happening. Um, yeah. My my do you feeling think we should do a joint venture. My feeling is this sort of thing should be a PPP, PPP private, private part, like public, public partnership. And the reason for that is, I feel that this country I'm, I'm not talking about an elected government, the uh, country mm-hmm. the government mm-hmm. should be the major shareholder we should be doing this for the people we have choices, you can make a profit out of it or you can some, you can do it because you want to, you're saving 4 million uh, uh, on waste management anyway yeah. and there's going to be a slight amount of profit. You're saving more than that because when you think about the impact yeah, it will have because we're making all our revenue from tourism. Yes, and if we lose what we have now, we yeah. you know so it, we're saving that. It's slightly complicated system, but really you can mold it into whatever shape you want as an outcome, mm. and and expand it, take in the other islands, transport. That that's going to be a cost if you start ocean transport to bring garbage from the other islands to it that's probably going to be a negative cost against the program, but it's worth doing. Clean so we, up all the islands. But we can't have... Okay, we can't duplicate this program into the other islands rather than transporting it? It's probably cheaper to transport, to build a, a tiny little system to handle 10 tons is going to cost most of what it costs to do the big system. Mm. It, it's not the handling of the garbage that's expensive it's the processing into 
power sources okay. or the okay. Okay. so it, it, it's not a straight line it's kind of an exponential thing hmm. you can get less expensive machines but they're not as efficient you won't have the same result you're better off with one significant hmm. efficient unit than you are with two or three small ones one on each hmm. island so how will the garbage okay because right now there's a there are garbage disposal sites on other islands i think grand jack has a big one i yeah. believe how will that come into play then so everything goes there and then it's transported down, from those yeah. sites so you down, still continue with the, the line we buy or charter a scow that can carry it and mm. probably the the amount of waste coming out of Grand Turk South Caicos Salt Key mm -hmm. would be about a once a month trip I understand throw it into the process and a, a north and middle isn't high volume so again it might be once a month or once every six weeks that you run the the barge from there mm. but it's it, it is feasible to look at cleaning up all the islands it's it's a very um it's a very good alternative and, it, I, and i believe it's something we just have to do and it sounds feasible i think 20 million dollars it doesn't that doesn't sound you know it doesn't sound it, it's not a big yeah, i give you that piece. yeah it's not um significant not in terms really. of the benefits that will derive exactly. from, from this investment oh it's it's a small amount we're spending four million a year in the end of the day we save that mm. four million a year five million five years pays this thing yeah because right now you have a lot i think about the people in wheeling particularly um who are complaining about what's happening now to them mm. you know some of them believe they're sick because of what's happening with the current management of the of the waste dump it's horrible and so if you're gonna if you're gonna continue to do the same thing now you're not making it any different you know i mean so we have to do something different yep i we, mean many people say they have to move out of out of out of wheeling because it because it was impacting their health it especially will. those with young children you know they were concerned about their children it will burning burning waste and there is I don't care what anyone says there is toxic waste amongst it even household waste you're going to have chlorine you're going to have various oils cleaners cleansers you set fire to those you are letting loose mm -hmm. toxic gas you, th you think of pipe work simple thing like pipe work mm -hmm. put a joint on a pipe Teflon tape that's PTFE. Poly. I know it's <laughs> You heat that to a couple of hundred degrees, it gives off phosgene gas. That'll kill you in about 10 minutes. Wow, that's, that's dangerous, serious. But all this goes to the dump. So, yes, there are dangerous products in there. There are things you really don't want yeah. to come in contact with if they start burning. And we have a huge housing development you know not too far away from the you know not too far away from the dump and i remember and they're they're at the mercy of the wind mm -hmm. as to i mean i smoke go. don't live in the area but i have i sympathize I empathize with those individuals that yeah i hear people i have friends who live there and it's it's not it's not good you know i remember people talking about the base in Grand Turk. People believe they got cancer because... We don't know. I'm just saying. They it's, believe we had can people are getting cancer because of yeah, the it, bases. It, it's all degrees. Mm -hmm. They may live close by, so they're going to get the worst effect of it. But really, you start putting that stuff into the air by burning garbage on a landfill, we're all getting a bit of it, whether, yeah. we, whether we like it or yeah, not. Yeah, those closest might be more impacted, but we, have, we all would be impacted. It's, it's it, 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 it all... Goes in the air, then it's going in the the ground. Which which you know. direction is the wind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely absolutely and, right. And when all said and done, 
our ground. We don't have igneous rock here. We have limestone. Mm. Limestone is porous. Whatever you wash out of that through rain or whatever else seeps through the limestone. Limestone's like it's harder than a sponge, but it does soak up. It's chalky. Mm-hmm. That eventually seeps through the whole water table. Yeah. Are you looking at some of the benefits you have in here? Um, you talk about efficiency. Um, you talk about the recovery, um, the quality and the cleanliness, and then the carbon footprint. Those are some very um, good benefits. So, one of the interesting ones there is there's uh, on those numbers I gave you. There's mm-hmm. a figure in there of about eight hundred thousand dollars in red on the second page for the carbon credit. Carbon credit. Now we don't need that carbon credit, but you could sell it to UK, and they'd love to. That's have That's right. It. We could sell that. That could be another industry. Well, it's it's sellable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the, the, the projected revenue. Um, the electric power is over $2 million. Um, fuel oil, $1.6 million. Compost, 142 k The metal, recyclable plastic, 475 k What is what is this? NSW tipping fees from government. What is that? Oh, that's... Don't pay too much uh, attention to that. Uh, that probably would not be an income. Okay. Um, I think there should be a fee for using the dump. If it, is that the disposal fee he's talking about? supposed to be, yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. I think there should be a fee. You want to send a truckload of uh, construction waste there should be a payment mm. for the treatment of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in in terms of government, uh, a, a municipal-type collection system, etc., there shouldn't be any fee. Mm. So the, like, these numbers were actually... You'll mm. see the tax in there. These numbers were based on numbers done... Uh, I think they were done in Canada. Okay. So... They, uh, this is how they calculate. Got it. But it wouldn't necessarily apply. Apply the tax. The yeah. tax. But, but the concept is the same. And there will be income, there will be residual income even after yes. you pay off. So that the concept is the same. During now, the payoff period, mm-hmm. you're looking at what, one, one point something million? Yeah, I think after it's, it's paid off, the yeah. other four million be- goes right to the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of if government had retained 75, 80% of it, mm-hmm. instead of spending $4 million a year, yeah. it would be going yeah. in $4 million a mm-hmm. year for Treasury. So how would it work then, for example, like me? I have, um, I have a company. I pay a company to pick up my garbage, right? I do too. That process will continue? I believe Yes. Because it, it wouldn't be, it certainly wouldn't be my objective yeah. to put these small businesses out of yeah. business. Just so once they get the garbage, they take it to the bin, to the take it to, to the disposal site, and, a, and, and you, then then the, the the pyrolysis will all that will deal with that. Yes. Getting it there. Yes. You're not if they're if they're coming around picking it up and taking it there, and I'm paying them whatever it is, fifty bucks a month. If that's their livelihood, I wouldn't want to affect yeah, that yeah. at all. Because it has to get there somehow, right? And at the moment, we don't have a island-wide pickup system put mm. your stuff on the street. Mm. Okay. Well, we are almost up. We have nine more minutes. I mean, Honorable. Um, oh, so what do you want to talk about? We'll try something else? No, no, no. I like this topic. <laughs> I like this topic because this is a serious topic. This is this topic is not only about waste; it's about our health. Um, it affects so much. It affects. We have so many people that are faced with so many diseases. We don't know where, we don't know the source of it. It's, it's we don't know. It could be because of these things that are happening with because we're drinking the water. Um, we don't know. All of these things are, are, are coming. Um, through the line, and and we in we're taking it in. Um, 
And so this is a major, this is a critical, critical part of our, this is a critical national issue yeah. that has to be dealt with urgently. It's been uh, two years now since, um, almost two years since this government has been in power. I know they campaign on the waste management. Um, I know it shouldn't be about politicians, I, as you mentioned earlier, once they have the policy and and the civil servants run with it. But we need to see some action done. Yeah, and, and there are so many options. For example, you change the oil in your car. Where does the old oil go? <laughs> if we had a proper collection system set up for that, that could go to the same waste management system. Mm. But this makes of, so much sense. Instead of burning it, instead of throwing it into the ground, you recycle it. It mm. doesn't come out the same high quality that you bought your castrol in a can, but it's quite adequate for most trucks or larger machinery. They don't need the fancy super-duper synthetics, and recycling oil would make sense. If we don't want to do that, containerize it and send it. I, I, there are companies in Haiti would buy it to recycle. When when the company was preparing this, right, um, all of this, um, looking at this, um, were there any talks with Fortis? Did they, did only only on, the, uh, on the fringes. Mm. Um, I, I think... I think there's little to talk to them about mm. until there's something concrete on the table that says we are going to go, we are going to change the dump, we are going to do it. Mm. And, you know, if you think about it, 40 is out to be one of the bidders. As, as a, as it a, would behoove as them. a PPP part of PPP? Can, yeah, if, mm. they can, if they can take two megawatt out of this process, mm -hmm. they should be thinking about participating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and, that, and we all will be happy because based, our cost will be lower. That's based on a hundred ton. Mm. We have enough legacy garbage sitting in that dump. If you wanted, you could build it for a hundred and fifty ton a day. Mm. Wow. So I got a question: How long would it take to roll it out to get to the other islands if, after starting improving? I think it should. I, I think. Initially, I think the other islands should be considered from the point of view of collection and just transportation here. Yeah, I think it would just, um, he said it would just be one. Yeah. I understand you, what you're recommending is we have one main site yeah. and then the other islands once a month the, we the, transport. The bigger this one is, the, there are certain elements that are straight line. If you doubled the amount of garbage handled per day, you would double the amount of power out per day. Mm -hmm. But there is an economy of scale, so many of the other site products would become less expensive. You go to a small unit for, let's say, Grand Turk, you'd be dealing with a fraction, a, a, a unit a tenth the size. It would not be so efficient. You would not get the same end result. And, and the financial model would change a lot because the fixed cost would still be there, but the bulk would not be there. Mm. So to try and put a small one on each island is not a good idea. Better to develop a transportation Large. system, which isn't hard to do, that, that runs at a frequency that suits the production level of government. Mm. Yeah, and then we'll put in a railway line from the port. To mm -hmm. <laughs> that there would be a bit of yeah. trucking involved in that, but it, it's it, it's not a logistics problem that can't be yeah. overcome relatively quickly. Yeah. Well, this this is something we I'm not going to sit on. Um, on Monday, I wrote an article where I encouraged people to become agents of change, and now that I have all this information. I'm going to run with this. We need to make sure we don't we don't stop with this. We need to see something going, being done with this. I I have seen even this the thing for with, very with um, even the thing with um, what's it CDB. I think that's taking too long because it's been more than a year now. I think they've been here. Um, I think it's almost a year. 
They asked for expressions of interest on the 14th of January. Yeah, so it's almost a year. Submitted on the 14th. Yeah, it's January. almost a year now, and, and you know, we got to move fast. This, Which this is, all we did was this lose is, another year. Yeah, this is very, very and critical. The study then runs a year to 18 months. We lose that time also. After the study, how quickly are they going to make a decision to go ahead with it? Say it only took three months. We're pretty much into a three-year mm. span and then we still need a year to build it. Hmm. So it's uh, these holdups are are really shouldn't be acceptable. No, it's not acceptable. I mean, this is something that not just this government, the previous administration looking to it, the previous, the one on the roof has been looking at this for years. Actually, I know. Um, I, I remember when the dump used to be down on South Dock Road. That's right. Between South Dock and the airport. That's right, yep. And they had to move it because mm-hmm. they just couldn't do any more with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And now we build houses <laughs> nearby the new one, you know. That's yeah. actually a dangerous... And it's probably, I don't know, probably more than 500 homes are down there probably. You That's know. not a good thing. You know. Well, we, I think this is the end of our show now. Um, you have any closing remarks you want to share maybe um, some aspects of of what um, we didn't cover that you probably could say in your closing remarks? Oh, I could give you a list of things that we ought to cover and we didn't. <laughs> Let's go. Road safety, road traffic. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I have that's a, a new that's a I show by a itself. <laughs> that's a show by itself. Oh, it Trust scares, me. scares me every day I know. up and down that highway. Anyway, thank you very much, Drexel. It's been a pleasure to be here with you, and let's hope at least two or three people prick their ears up and say, you know, this really needs to happen. It 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 needs people to understand the dangers of what we're doing right now. Yeah. Well, this is um, new for me, and I mean, I'll do my I'll do some more research on it, but this is new for me, and. And I've been hearing about waste management for many years now. I mean, I've been living here in Provo now since 91. And I think 91 we had on the South Dock Road, and we just can't seem to get it right. And this, I believe, is the answer to dealing with the waste management here in Turks and Caicos, this paralysis. Um, I think we need to cut that study short that CDB is funding and this is all to, we don't have to have CDB direct dictate to us we must run our country you know when I was watching um, Miles Monroe the other day and he was he was saying something and he said if we don't do what we want to do for our country other people will come here and do it for us. Mm-hmm. And we must be the ones saying what we want. And we have people right in this country who have the answers. Let's use people. There are people willing to, to provide advice and um, take the advice. And we don't have to go to CDB. You know, um, yeah, we may need some financing, but the government has money. And, and as John said, we could do a PPP. I don't like too much PPP stuff, but I think this particular project, I think, could be a PPP project. And this is something that we seriously need to consider. I know government people are listening. I know the civil servants are listening. And this, you know, and this, honestly, I believe this is how we must measure the performance of some of our civil servants. We give them this project to do, measure them when they finish it. Or the stat on how they do it. I believe that's how they should be measured. We have the solid waste issue. Here is the solution. Get it done. That's how you measure them. This is something that we need to explore. Even if they don't want to explore this, they come up with something else then. But this, to me, is better than burning what we're doing now. It's not helping anybody. This 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 alternative will 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 bring in money to the country. It will it will help us to reduce our some people not everybody but some people bills can be reduced such as the affordance bill you know 
I'm quite sure Ford's, you know, people come on, you know, it'd be cheaper for them too. Um, so all of this, there are more benefits than there is um, any weaknesses. So why not try this? This is too long now. I'm tired of people just talking, talking, talking. It's time to act. And there'll be pressure to, to come up with this waste management. This is some serious stuff. Um, I may not be around, but if we don't deal with this waste management now, our children and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren will face a lot of issues, especially from a health point of view. We think people now are dying so frequently from all sorts of health issues. We don't know how and why and how they get it from. We say diet. Diet plays a role, but the environment also plays a very important role. And we can help save the lives of many people if we deal with things properly. So thank you for listening to Financially Speaking. Stay tuned next Tuesday for another session of Financially Speaking. I'm your host, Draxwell Simon. And thank you, Honorable John Phillips, for bringing this wealth of knowledge. And that's what I want us to do, is to share knowledge with people. And that's what he's doing. He's sharing this information. It's available. Let's act on it. Thank you again. Have a wonderful week. Remember to rise up and take your position. 89.1 This is RTC